Entrepreneur on Fire 820. Whatever voice is telling you that you're not happy or that something is just fine, dig deeper and trust yourself to figure out why that is, what that is, and then what you're going to do about it. John Lee Dumas and WebinarOnFire.com have arrived. Create amazing webinars in eight days and ignite. Looking for detailed advice on how to start your own business? Order the Entrepreneur's Toolkit today with my special offer from The Great Courses. Visit thegreatcourses.com slash fire. That's thegreatcourses.com slash fire. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50 plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Light that spark, Fire Nation. Jolly Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Claire Liu. Claire, are you prepared to ignite? I am. Yes. Claire is the CEO of Know Your Company, a software tool that helps business owners with 25 to 75 employees overcome company growing pains. The software was originally built by Basecamp, formerly 37 Signals, and since then, Know Your Company has helped over 7,000 people at companies like Airbnb and Kickstarter. Claire, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight. So share more about you personally, and then let's expound upon the biz. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks so much for for having me be a part of this too, John. I really appreciate it. Um, Yeah. So like you're saying, I run a software company called Know Your Company, and it does just that. So we help employees, business owners, CEOs get to know everyone better. And you know what happens a lot of times when you're starting a company and you know you've maybe got five people all crammed in the same office, you know each other pretty well, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe too well. Um, and then though, as you start to grow as a company, you know, you start making your first several hires, you start thinking, oh, wow, we need a real office. Then maybe you get another office. Then all of a sudden you're 30, 40, 50. And as a CEO, it's all of a sudden become very difficult to still have your finger on the pulse of the business in terms of the people. You know, what are people's spouses' names? You know, what are people's interests? And even deeper, you know, what do people think about benefits in the company? What do they think about the vision in the company, the direction? And all of those things are so important and critical to being able to run a business successfully. So we help you get that information really easily and do it in a way where it's friendly, it's enjoyable, and it's actually insights that you can act on. So yeah, that's what we do. But in terms of, I guess, my my brief story, though, um, as an entrepreneur, um, I, prior to uh, running Know Your Company, I started a company coming out of college. So I went to Northwestern um, over in, in Evanston, Illinois, and actually I'm still here in Chicago, but I went to, went to Northwestern. And coming out of school, I started a company called the Starter League. So it's an in-person software school. And at the time, it was one of the first actual, you know, quote unquote, coding schools before the whole movement of everything. But our, you know, our passion was really on helping people who never have had exposure you know, to anything tech learn how to build and solve their own problems with technology. And so since then, yeah, we've taught over a thousand people from all over the world who've flown yeah, to our in-person school in Chicago. And so, yeah, you can check them out at starterleague.com. Um, but that was the first company I started. And then 
after that, I took some time off. I went to go work at another e-commerce startup. And uh, yeah, and that's where I encountered this problem of feedback. So as an employee, I, you know, found that, wow, I, you know, for some reason, I'm, I'm kind of unhappy at work. And it, and it took me off guard a little bit. It, uh, I wasn't really, um, yeah, I, I wasn't really sure why it was that I wasn't enjoying work as I would, as much as I would like to. And I realized it was because of, it was because of this problem of feedback. So feeling as though that I could not speak openly and honestly to my boss. And I'm sure, you know, for in my boss's situation, for him as a CEO, he also felt, you know, frustrated in the sense of, well, wow, I want to know what my employees are thinking, right? So this problem of not knowing each other. And so that's where I really um, discovered this problem, um, you know, felt so passionate about it, decided to quit my job um, and start my own company around it. I had no idea what I was going to do, but just was like, I'm going to try to solve this problem. And funny enough, or sorry, what, sorry, I'll back up a little bit even more. So as I was, uh, starting, um, this company, what I, you know, I brainstormed all sorts of different ideas of how to solve it, you know, thought technology might play a part, but, uh, decided to go the consulting route first. So I started a consulting business and helped CEOs and worked with CEOs individually to get to know all their employees in the company and help them have more open, honest communications. And my first official client was actually 37 signals. Oh, I love so, those guys. Yeah. And now, you know, they're, they're base camp. Um, they also happen to be based here in Chicago. And so they were my first official consulting client and crazy enough, uh, not only were they my first client, but they also happened coincidentally to be building a software product that was centered on this exact same problem that I was tackling. And that was called know your company. Well, Claire, I don't want you to quite give away all these aha moments and all these juicy journeys that we're going to be getting into in this interview. So I really love hearing your backstory, hearing what's all about, what's going on. And, you know, you said the word finger on the pulse. I think that's so key. And I want to really just focus on that for one quick second because Fire Nation, do you have your finger on the pulse? I mean, I have a company of just five people and, and one of those people, Claire, actually lives with me. And sometimes I still wonder, do I have my finger on the pulse of my you know, partner, Kate, and you know, my employees that are in the Philippines and in Pakistan and Dubai? And you know, that's a great question because we all want to be heard. You know, if you're an employee at the lowest rung or if you're the vice president, you, know, you want your voice to be heard. You want to matter. And that's what I love is that that's what your company does. Know your company allows that voice to be heard. And again, we're going to dive into the semantics, your aha moments, and you know what you're, what you're so excited about right now and why. But before we do, Claire, we yeah. always start with a success quote. I know you have a great success quote mantra for us, so take it away. Sure. Um, no, I think that's actually such a, such a good question. But the mantra that I try to live by, it's actually a piece of advice that was given to me by one of my closest friends, and it's stuck with me ever since, but it's trust yourself. So just trust yourself. And the reason that that has stuck with me year after year is because as a founder, as even, you know, just as a human, right, I think it's completely natural that we find ourselves in a lot of self-doubt. Yeah. We find ourselves in moments where we think we're not good enough. 
where we think that we're not worthy of certain success, where, you know, we become consumed by our own insecurities and uncertainties of who we are, what we're doing, why we're doing it, and then also what everyone else thinks about us. And, you know, especially when you're first starting out, right, and you're trying to either make the jump, right, to start your own thing. It's incredibly difficult to remember that at the end of the day, you know, in terms of making those decisions, there really is no right decision. And the only, the, the best decision is the one that you yourself feel good about. So you have to trust yourself. Trust yourself. And what I like to call for that, actually, Claire, we use it a lot on here on Entrepreneur on Fire is the imposter syndrome. It's that voice Absolutely. in your head that's saying, who are you to have this podcast? Who are you to approach this company and ask them for business? Like, who are you to do X, Y, and Z? And, and, the, and the reality is, that's part of being human is unfortunately not trusting yourself and doubting yourself. But if you can overcome that and trust yourself, that's when powerful things can happen. And that's where yeah. I love this quote. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's funny too, because I think it's also applicable as you're running your business, right? So I've been running your company for uh, actually, today is the official one-year anniversary. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you, John. Wow, I just had my <laughs> birthday, birthday two days ago. So you had your birthday today for your company yes, and my birthday exactly. two days ago. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's a, good, it's a good time of year to start a business, I guess, this week yeah, in December. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and so it's funny because, you know, I've been running this business for a year. And, you know, and, while, and you know this too, John, while you're in the thick of it, it's oh, yeah. like there are 5 million decisions that you need to make. And you're like, wait, what do I do? Wait, I've never, <laughs> wait, who's an expert at this that I can call? And you realize, because I was talking to a friend about this, and he was just like, Claire, trust yourself. There is no right decision. But the, the cool thing is, is the minute you make a decision, that's actually progress because it moves you forward. And the other cool thing is that decisions are never permanent, right? You can make a decision. Like there's literally very few decisions that you can make where you can't later be like, oh, you know what? I changed my mind. Or, you know, we're going to go in a different direction or (laughs) we'll we'll negotiate for something different. So the fact that you can just do something and, and take that step, make that decision, trust yourself with it. I mean, that's everything. Claire, I love that. And what I really love is the fact that we're now going to dive into your journey because, girl, you've had some great successes. We're going to talk about those. You've had some great epiphany moments, which we're going to dive into. But let's be honest, you've had some failures. You have some failures awaiting you in the future, (laughs) as do we all. But I want one story, Claire. I want one moment in time when you just utterly fail. Tell us that story. Yeah, I mean, there are, there are too many to count. <laughs> yeah. all day, honestly, I think about like last week, just in my business, where we found that uh, we uh, double charged a customer. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, that happened. Um, and by pure luck, you know, I, I was able to find it and immediately, you know, wrote an email saying how embarrassed I was and uh, how, yeah, it was completely horrible, a horrible mistake, how awful we felt, you know, it's like, give me your bank info, I'm wiring it back to you, like, <laughs> this minute. Um, so too many to tell. Right. Um, but I think the one that I want to talk about, just because um, it's something that that still kind of sticks with me to this day, is when, <laughs> when I started my first company, the Starter League, with a couple of friends, um, and <laughs> what ended up happening 
is I ended up leaving that business. But the story and the failure that I encountered that caused me to leave that business, that's something that I think really deeply on. Yeah, even to this day. So I think I'll talk about that. Sure. But yeah, so essentially, so like I was saying, I graduated from Northwestern. So if you can imagine, you know, right out of school, I was actually, uh, I was student body president at my school and was, um, you know, I was interning at a VC firm downtown and, you know, was trying to graduate classes and then start this company on the side with my friends. So it was a crazy time in my life. And to be honest, I would think I was a little burned out. I think so. It was, it was just a lot. And I remember, you know, as, as I was graduating school, I'm, you know, trying to start this, this software school with two of my closest friends. And, you know, I had this small voice in my head while we were doing it that was asking me, Claire, why do you want to start this school? Like, how passionate are you really about starting this school? And if I was being 100% honest with myself, I probably was like mm, like 95% passionate. I probably felt like, you know what? I think it's an amazing idea. I love the concept of how many people it could help. But for me personally, I haven't yet personally felt the pain and the need to learn how to code software. So I don't know. That was like this one hesitation about if I was being really honest with myself, I realized, you know, I'm probably trying to start this company more because I, I don't know, I really care about, you know, my two friends and I told them I'd do this and there's all this momentum, man, it would be weird to back out. And so I ignored that. And that like hands down, I think has been my, you know, my greatest failure to date is not listening to that inner voice that tells you the truth of what you really care about and how you really feel. So what ended up happening is, you know, we went that summer and, you know, over the next course of the couple months, you know, worked on building the business, um, you know, recruiting teachers, negotiating for space, you know, figuring out a way to recruit students, building the curriculum to build this school. And, you know, at this time we're, we're living off our savings. Um, you know, we don't have any way to make money. We'd convinced our friend's dad to let us work out of, um, his apartment on the south side of Chicago. So this tiny, you know, tiny little apartment that we reconfigured into an office. You know, we're working 100-hour weeks. Uh, it, it was nuts. And I'm doing all of this. And as you can imagine, John, like I... I was miserable because the, here's the thing. For my two friends, they were in this 110%. In it to win it. In it to win it. And to be 95%, but to like on the outside say to them, yeah, no, I'm in it right with you. But deep down be like, oh, gosh, Ugh. you know, like there's something that's telling me that's not right. It showed. And, you know, it would manifest itself in arguments that would just blow up. It would manifest itself in me not turning in work on time, in holding down the business. And it got to a point where it was just ugly. It was, you know, yelling and just ugly. And so, yeah, so it ended up, it, you know, it eventually caused me to, to leave the business. And I ended up actually not talking to my two co-founders who were also, you know, two of my closest friends for about a year. We didn't talk at all after that, you know, literally the an equivalent of a business divorce, right? And it took, yeah, it took all that time until we finally were able to, to, yeah, kind of come back together and say, wow, you know, that was, and for me to admit just how, how big of a failure that was on my part to not be honest about what I really cared about and to really listen to myself, to trust myself, right? Um, 
And yeah, and now we're, we're again, we're back to being, you know, the closest, closest of friends. Claire, let me ask you a question. Sure. How important is passion? We have Fire Nation right here. There are listeners yeah. and they're looking to start businesses or they're currently sure. in businesses. And here you are saying that you are 95% passionate yeah. about this. And you're saying, you know what? It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. It's not enough. I, so I may be in the minority in saying this, John, but I truly believe that you have to personally feel the problem in your bones in order to see something through. That's and here's the thing. I'm gonna, I will also preface that by saying or add an addendum by saying that I'm speaking from completely from personal experience. Right. And clearly tons of successful people have built incredible businesses not based on a personal pain. But for me personally, what I have found is that I work harder, I'm more excited and just overall happier when I can feel that pain that is motivating me, you know, on something that I know I've personally felt. And that's what's driving me as I'm building my business. And that is something that I did not feel in the first business I started. And I know what that difference is just because I've lived it. So I would say it's, it's everything. Claire, you might be in the minority, but the reality is you might be saving some people's lives right now that are listening that are just saying, goodness gracious, you know what? Claire is right. I thought that 90%, that 80%, that maybe even 99% was enough. But now that I, I'm hearing Claire's voice, I know that it's not. You know, I, I was pushing down this voice inside me that was holding up that red flag. But Claire, thanks to you, maybe they're going to be like, you know what? Now is the time to make this declaration because every minute, every day that I spend continuing to fool myself is another day, another minute, another step in the wrong sure. direction. Yeah. And that's not to discourage people. That's not to say that like you, it's like, well, you know, a lot of people ask me, they're like, Claire, how did you find such a problem? Like, how do you, does it just hit you one day? Like, do you just wake up and you like feel it? And that, not at all. And maybe we can get into this too with the aha moment. Let's go for it right now. Just go go right into it. Okay. (laughs) Sure. Because yeah, a lot of people ask, like, how did you, so this problem of feedback, like, you know, for me, you know, I tell a lot of people, John, like, this is my life's work. Yeah. Helping employees be happier at work. This is what I want to do for forever. I, you know, I know that I'm the, like, the only person on earth who cares as much as I do about this problem. And And what was that moment though? I want to be there. Yeah. So the moment was, (laughs) (laughs) I remember I was sitting on the train going up to work. Um, So I lived in Chicago and the the company I work for is uh, about six miles north of Chicago. And so I was on the train going to work. Um, Ironically enough, I was reading or rereading because I've read this book so many times. It's uh, a book called Rework. I was going to say Rework. Yeah, so I'm sure you know it. So oh, it's yeah. A, yeah, it's a New York Times bestseller by the founders of Basecamp, Base formerly 37 Signals. So Jason Fried and David Henmeyer Hansen. I've reread it tons of times. I was rereading it on the train. It's a quick read too, Fire Nation. Oh, it's great. It's it's a must read. Changed my life, literally, as you'll hear in just a minute <laughs> or two. So, you know, I'm flipping through this book and the last page um, in the book is a picture of um, this uh, this box of um, I don't I think it's like laundry detergent or something. All right, and on it it says <laughs> it says that inspiration has an expiration date. Ooh, yeah. 
And so I was reading that. I closed the book. And then I just started thinking about my work and going to work. And I was like, you know, I was asking myself, like, I wonder how, like, do I like work? Like, how's it going? You know, I wonder how things are going. And I was like, oh, it's fine. And then I kind of stopped myself. I was like, it's fine. Hmm. Interesting. And the reason why that response was so interesting to me, John, is because so when I was a kid growing up, uh, my dad, he my dad has a Ph.D. in mechanical engineering. So he what he used to do is he used to build robots to clear nuclear waste for a living. Right. So really smart guy. And every day from work, he would uh, come home from work and I would ask him a very similar question every day. I would ask him, how's work going, dad? And guess what he would tell me, John? He would say, every day, every day, it's fine. Mm. Okay? Every day he would say, it's fine. And then here's the funny thing. As a kid, we ended up moving around the country maybe four or five times just because my dad would always change his job because it wasn't fine. You right. know? It would be okay. And there were things that he would be, you know, putting up with or feeling like were interesting. But he was always in this constant state of restlessness because he wasn't really 100% fulfilled in his work. He wasn't being honest with himself, right? He wasn't trusting himself because, it's, I mean, it's really hard to do. But it was so clear, you know, that this, this sentiment of just saying that it's fine, that that's honestly, it's it's a lie. And so the irony, right, of ironies is here I am sitting on this train asking myself this very same question that I used to ask my dad, you know, when I was 12 growing up every day. And, you know, my response is, it's fine. And so, and so here I am, you know, I realize, okay, that's, you know, this is my aha moment. It's fine. And this is, you know, as I'm sitting there on the train, I realize this is the biggest lie that I have ever told anyone and you know it's like it's the lie that i'm telling myself it's the fact that you know here i am i'm not willing to be honest with the fact that i don't like my job i don't like i cannot keep fooling myself i do not like my job i know exactly why i also don't like my job it's because i feel like i can't be honest at work and on top of that like i knew at this point too john i'd known for the longest time i knew what i wanted to do i've always wanted to start my own company always I've had that idea for the longest time. And I, in my head, I'd always been like, you know what? I'll wait until I'm a little older or I know more people or I have more money or more experience or can network. And, you know, so I'm sitting on this train knowing what I want to do, right? Seeing, though, the reality of my life, right? The fact that I don't like what I'm doing, knowing what I want to do. Having even told people also that, oh my gosh, I'm so passionate about entrepreneurship, wanting to start my own business, but what am I living? I'm living this lie. I'm going to, you know, going to a job that I don't like, right? Um, and I know what I want to do. And, you know, here in my lap is this book and, you know, those, those words of, you know, inspiration is fleeting. Inspiration has an expiration date. And I was like, all right, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to start my own company. Wow today. So yeah, I put in my two weeks notice and I literally, I had no idea what I was going to do. I was like, uh, yeah, like no idea, like literally no, I had not, no plan. Uh, I just knew that, all right, I have this amount of months, you know, worth of savings. Um, so I'll, and I'll figure it out. I have this problem. I know I want to do whatever it takes to solve it. And that's, that's it. And I'll figure it out. I mean, Fire Nation, those aren't the worst words you'll ever utter because if you really <laughs> say those words, part of you believes it. And that's all right. you need is to believe right. that you will figure it out. And Claire, I want to challenge you right now because you've sure. been 
so genuine and transparent and you've been telling these amazing stories and and I don't want to skip over the story because I think it can be one of power, but I'm going to give you a 30 second block to share your proudest entrepreneurial moment. Oh boy. (laughs) And the time is ticking. Yeah, no, I would say it's actually, I I would say it's actually making that jump and making that a realization because here's the thing. Like I was saying, John, a lot of people ask me, Claire, did you wake up and did it just hit you? Was it an epiphany? And I say, no, what it was is it was a choice. And so my true, you know, proudest entrepreneurial moment has been the choice to see things for what they truly are and to really acknowledge the reality of what I really cared about and to be honest with myself. So just making that choice is, I think, what I'm most proudest of. And Claire, what I love about that word choice is Fire Nation, we all have the ability to make choices. It's just, will we choose to make that choice? You you hear all the time, you know, like my grandmother, she woke up at the age of 40 and she's like, I choose today, despite being a chain smoker for all my life, I choose not to smoke from this day forward. And you know what? It wasn't easy. But yeah. she did it. And, you know, people have woken up obese and said, you know, I choose to get into shape. And they've done it. You know, and a lot of people have made those decisions and failed. But you have the opportunity to choose Fire Nation, whatever you want that next step in your life to be. And Claire, I want that next step to take us to present moment. Because I want you to talk sure. about right now, today. What is the one thing that has you most fired up? Absolutely. So the thing that I am most excited about Um, with our business is that we help people become more honest, right? And have these types of honest conversations within the context of their work. And so the coolest thing to me is that if you're, you know, if you're a business, the most important thing is actually not really worrying about competition. It's actually not really worrying about your next product line or your next feature or who your audience is going to be. It's actually really worrying about yourself and your employees and seeing the current reality of your business for what it is. And totally. so that's what we that's what we help you do, right, with Know Your Company. So I'm I'm really excited about trying to help more and more companies do that. Um, you know, really looking to to spread the message. You know, that's why I'm so thrilled to be here on the podcast. So yeah, next year is going to be uh, a bit crazy uh, being, yeah, being out on the road talking with as many CEOs, founders, and uh, yeah, and and folks about, uh, yeah, how we can help their business. Well, I can tell you straight up, Claire, Fire Nation is made up of entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, current small business owners that right now are saying, man, Claire is speaking the truth. I mean, there <laughs> is so many external forces that I can't control. Right. But what can I control? Right. My company, the people in my company and the voice that I give them and the improvements that I make off of that information. I mean, I love what you're doing, Claire, because you're giving everybody that's listening right now the power to either have their voice be heard or to hear the voices of those that matter. And what more can you ask for? I can see why, girl, you are 100% in now, not 95. <laughs> you are 100% in. And Claire, I am. we are about to enter the lightning round. Okay. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time, and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? 
I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone's seeking out the best candidates. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50 plus job sites, including Craigslist and social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com dot com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, try ZipRecruiter for free. You must go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Is 2015 your year to make big things happen in your business? As you know, making big things happen in your business starts with continuously learning more about what's working, what's not, and how you can implement lessons learned from others in order to grow. Well, I've got a solid recommendation for you today, and that's the Great Courses series called The Entrepreneur's Toolkit. This series shares detailed advice and resources for anyone looking to start and grow their own business straight from the entrepreneur professor, Michael Goldsby. The Great Courses has been around for 25 years, and they have more than 500 courses on on a variety of subjects to choose from. They even offer online downloads or streaming via their apps. For a limited time, The Great Courses has a special offer for us, Fire Nation. Order from eight of their best-selling courses and you'll get up to 80% off the original price for a limited time. To order the Entrepreneur's Toolkit with my special offer from The Great Courses, visit thegreatcourses.com slash fire. That's thegreatcourses.com slash fire. Claire, welcome to the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Yes, I'm ready. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Myself, as I'm sure you guys have heard from, you know, from what I was elaborating earlier, but just myself and my own preconceptions for what I thought, um, you know, other people would say, I remember, you know, even telling myself like, you know, I bet my friends would think that this is like so silly, <laughs> you know, like it'd be weird. They all have really like fancy jobs nice. and, you know, they make a lot of money and like, like I'm going to be living, yeah, just literally living off my savings for a while. Like they're going to say, and you know, the funniest thing is about that, John, is my friends and my family both are the most supportive wow. people you could ever ask for. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and especially my family too, because I remember being so nervous to tell them right. that I wanted to start my own company. My dad has a PhD, my mom has a master's degree. You know, they just sent me to this very expensive college. There's an expectation there, right? Of course, but only to who, right? It's you know, it's really yourself telling your you know telling yourself those stories. So I always felt like, yeah, the biggest thing holding me back was myself. Claire, what's the best advice you've ever received? I think it goes back to that success quote. I, you know, I hate to, to, to beat a dead horse here, but it is trusting yourself that it applies and it applies not just to, to business, but to, um, to everything. I mean, if there's one other, um, piece of business advice that I've also received that I, yeah, I actually use day to day. It's don't be so hard on yourself. Um, I think it's, uh, again, a part of kind of the, the mindset that you can become trapped in when you, you know, you're, you're grinding, trying to, to make something work, build a business, make something out of nothing. You forget that, hey, this thing didn't exist before you started working on it. So do have some pride in that and don't be so hard on yourself. 
So Claire, I love when themes develop throughout these interviews, and that's why yeah. you're not beating a dead horse by saying trust yourself. What you're doing is just reinforcing the importance of doing just that in Fire Nation. I know you're absorbing that. And Claire, <laughs> share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. Sure. So I'm a big believer in the power of writing and writing for yourself. So I know it's become almost cliche these days to write a blog or, you know, you publish some, some posts on Medium or, you know, you, you, you put some posts on LinkedIn, something like that. But actually, one of the things that I think was so uh, important to my own, uh, yeah, just my own journey in figuring out what I really cared about was writing and writing for myself. So one thing that I would do is I actually... Um, every Sunday, I would set aside, and this is when I was building my own consulting practice and decided, you know, I wanted to solve this problem of feedback. What I did for over a year is every single Sunday, I set aside a couple hours in the morning and I told myself, I have to post a blog post for myself. This is a private blog, by the way, no public URL, private blog, but post a blog post for myself every single week before Sunday at noon. And that, uh, that habit of forcing myself to articulate and write down my own thoughts and my own um, processes, what I'd done that week, the things I was wrestling with, what I'd learned, it was, I mean, it was clarifying beyond anything. So I always encourage people, you know, writing, it helps you, helps you just sort out your thoughts and yeah, and just find a lot of confidence in, in your thinking. Powerful. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Hmm. I would have to say a, a recent uh, internet resource that's actually kind of changed my life lately has been 1Password. I don't know if you use 1Password. I use LastPass, which is super similar, but I couldn't live okay. without it. Okay. Yeah. So I'm a big, I don't know about LastPass, so it might be great, um, but I'm a huge 1Password fan. They're actually also Know Your Company customers, so that might oh, wow. have something to do with it. Cool. Yeah, but <laughs> but they, but they I started using them even way before that. And yeah, it takes a little bit of time to set up, but for folks who don't know about it, uh, essentially it's you just have one password that helps you, um, yeah, log into everything and then everything else is, is stored and they, you know, they encrypted and everything. But right. you know, for someone, I mean, it's like, I, I think I literally have like three Skype accounts, like when I was trying to figure out how to even log on to this, I was like, wait, which one is it? You know, uh, no, I love you know, that. It's like you net, or like you use the same password or like, you know, a, a variation of like your childhood's dog's name <laughs> yeah. and then like the a number and you just use that for everything. It's just like, you know, in this day and age, you're just like, you know what? Like that probably isn't the best idea. So right. big one password fan. And what really drilled this home for me that sounds like LastPass is like very mm -hmm. similar in a lot of ways is there was like this big thing where all these passwords were like quote unquote stolen and, and mm -hmm. like and, and we got this email from LastPass and it just said, hey, don't worry. You use LastPass. You are completely protected. Yeah. You are not even in this like hubbub that's going on. I was like, I love you guys. <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing. Well, you know the funniest thing? And this is like the sign of the best types of software is, you know what most people use to keep track of their passwords? Other, you know, other than maybe, you know, whatever, you know, the, the software or other kinds is... Like Evernote? I don't know. <laughs> paper and pencil. Oh, no. My dad writes down... I mean, I don't want to be, you know, letting everyone in the world know this, but my dad writes down... And he leaves it in his mailbox at XYZ like, Oak Street. Like, <laughs> I know, seriously. By the way, and I live on... Um, <laughs> and his phone number and social security number. 
Um, but no, he literally, he'll write it down on like a post-it note and like put it in a notebook. That is a and riot. And I was just like, dad, you got to get on one password. So. One pass. And Claire, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? So I'm going to have to go with Rework. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Rework by, by Jason Freed and, and David Henmeyer Hansen. It's, uh, it's life-changing to say the least. I think, um, it's not a it's not a how to book, right? So it's not super tactical. Um, it's so I'm common sh- sense, which I love. Right. But it's not common sense until you read it. <laughs> it's like right. it's yeah, it's super intuitive. Um, but the thing that I, I like most about it is that it's like an internal manifesto. So it's like that little voice that you need when you need someone to tell you, you know, think different, be different, do what you say you're going to do. You know, take action. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so I have teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. Claire, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? <laughs> it's such a funny, this is maybe a horrible answer, but it's, it's a funny question because I literally think I would, I would do almost the exact same thing that I'm doing today, which is I would, <laughs> I would find a company and ask them what their biggest problem is problem was i i you know i'm i'm sure it would say they'd say people and communication and i'd say well here's the thing i have an idea that i think could help you solve it <laughs> cuz this is i mean this problem like i'm telling you like i really think it's it's the core you know people feeling like they can't speak openly and honestly about something and you know folks feeling like they can't get honest information and feedback from others it's it's huge. So, um, Claire, if that wasn't your yeah. answer, then you wouldn't be 100% and I'd have to right? trash this entire interview. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Man, I don't oh. know. It's, uh, so I guess that's a good sign. Claire, let's end today <laughs> on fire. With you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Sure. So, yeah, the biggest piece of guidance that I would have is really the the piece of guidance that, you know, a friend gave me a while back, which is to trust yourself, that whatever voice is telling you that you're not happy or that something is just fine, dig deeper and trust yourself to figure out why that is, what that is, and then what you're going to do about it. That's what's made the biggest difference in my life. And then in terms of getting in contact, yeah, please feel free to, to email me directly. I'm at Claire at knowyourcompany.com or you can find me on Twitter at C-J-L-E-W-23 and of course, you know, knowyourcompany.com in general. So thanks so much again for having me, John. Claire, it was a pleasure specifically because Fire Nation knows that they are the average of the five people they spend the most time with and they've been hanging out with Claire and JLD today. So Fire Nation, (laughs) keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com, type Claire, C-L-A-I-R-E in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up with all the links that we've been talking about today. Her contact information, resource book, And Claire, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much, John. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. 
Is it time to create and present webinars that convert? Visit WebinarOnFire.com. And in eight days, you'll be doing just that. See you there.